All right, everyone. This is a somber time, but we, you know, still got to get it done. Mm-hmm. So, this is going to be our Bears recap of uh, the Bears-Packers game. On one highlight of news, we uh, we got a producer finally. So, me and B aren't just talking by ourselves. We uh, we'll let you introduce him right now. We'll let you introduce. If you want to be called anything else, you should say it at this point. Otherwise, we're going to call you by whatever you say now. Wait. So, what's the other option? I was gonna call you Johnny. But oh, that works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is our uh, this is our producer Johnny. You're gonna hear him on the podcast and everything. Uh, he's just gonna be like helping us out with you know the normal thing. But we'll touch on that more in Tuesday's episode. We're we're a little heated, so I feel like this is the best time to talk about it. Um, obviously, it wasn't a very good game. We're very heartbroken. It's there's mm-hmm. no getting around it. We've been talking about it all day. We've been talking about it all night. Um, I think the best person, I think he cares the most. I think he, you know, he, he feels it in his heart. He, you even heard the deep breath. So we're going to, we're going to toss it over to beer and I will let you get the thing before we get in the conversation. Um, okay. So, uh, man, that, that was a rough game. It that was, that was the hardest, probably one of the hardest games I've ever seen. Um, comes down to a couple of different things. Um, I'll tell you what, we, we'll break it down. We'll start with the offense, and then we'll talk defense. We'll, we, we do offense. So offense, hey. um, offensively, it, it was a difficult game. We had, I think we have too many pieces of the puzzle, if that makes sense. So the issue is that we play very, very cute. We do different things like uh, we want to run the ball in this specific like look with this specific player and it's a problem so um it it actually came down to like if if you actually looked at it do you remember when cordell patterson lined up in the backfield like yeah, it was 31 you, actually, you called and the player it, i literally right was sitting there like okay like the, the patriots yeah. ran this play last year the moment you see cordell patterson in the backfield he's running up the middle so issue is you're way too predictable you're way too no, I, I mean, mean O line lost. Man. The okay. whole thing felt really, really reserved. It feel like like they were holding back almost. The safest place, but at the same time they weren't running the ball at all, which doesn't make any sense. Okay, I mean we we obviously gotta talk about it now. It's the elephant in the room. We didn't um, we didn't ever starters play in preseason. Mm-hmm. And do you guys think that, that that is like what happened? Like, do you think that's what caused this predictability or this reserve, this holdback? You don't think so? I doubt it. I mean, the reason I doubt it is just because, like, they've been running all these situational drills in practice, everything. Like, they came in basically telling us, like, we've been running this same type of shit in practice and everything was fine. They walked into the game and just, like, fucking shit their pants. Like, that. They were shell shot. They, they walked they in. Shot. I actually think it was like the lights. It was you're on Thursday night, opening game, you are playing the Packers, go go win, and it was too big of a spotlight for some players. But and but I think I think with that, I, I agree with that. But here's what I think is so weird. Mm-hmm. Our defense played out of their fucking minds. They mm-hmm. stood on their heads, they played unbelievable. Crazy. Khalil Mack. Here here here's what I think is so Roll weird. On. Here's what I think about is Dude, Brokhan's, uh, he's so Unreal. fucking good. But here's what I think about uh, Khalil Mack that's so crazy to me. 
is I feel like after these players get this big deal and transition teams, especially last year, how he traded teams only eight days before the season, mm-hmm. that's really nothing. You're not going to actually pick up the full scheme. That's just someone that genuinely knows how to play football. Mm-hmm. And here's what i got to say about that. He got his deal, got a lot of money, over $100 million. The guy's acting like he's just playing for fun. Like you can't even tell me that in that game. And here's here's what we were talking about while watching the game, starting to get off topic. But mm-hmm. a lot of the plays that he does doesn't even go on a stat sheet, if that makes sense. You know, yeah. like he might not be getting a lot of like sacks, but his pressure and his presence in the backfield is causing you know, Aaron to go up in the pocket and get in other people's sacks. Like, we sacked him five times, and I would say that Khalil on two of those aren't credited sacks, but his pressure led to sacks. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, he's he's the primary awareness, is what I'm saying. So that's the reason why... Double Roquan team, Swin, single team. Roquan Smith can come in and made every, every play. He makes other he players' fly, stat sheets better because of his presence on the field. Because you can't overlook him at all. So that is one thing that I'm taking as a complete positive from this game is our defense looks sick. Because obviously in our first episode we were talking about, um, you know, how is Chuck Pagano going to go? And I, I told you, like, Chuck fine. Like we, we were talking yeah. about how they're going to blitz heavy, and I told you about, like, a little bit of my worries. And in my opinion, I know it's one game, just gone. Just, like, my worries are gone. Mm-hmm. I think we're just fine. I think it's the offense we've got to worry about. And I just – I think Mitch is a big problem. I think that he he still is missing in the year three simple cues of throwaways. And he can run the ball very well. The fact that he can run the ball very well is, is still positive in my opinion. But I feel like – this time around, I don't know if it was something they were working on in preseason or, you know, in training camp of keeping him in the pocket more instead of, like, using his legs because I felt like he seemed a little timid to run, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I'm saying that, yes, as a professional football quarterback, you should be a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he went away from that. I, I really think, like what we were talking earlier, I think Nagy's really challenging him. Uh, what was the stat? How many times did they threw in a row? 33. 33. They, they threw the ball 33 straight times in a row. It was 33 passes in the second half in a row. And obviously you saw you saw the score at the end of the game. It was 10-3. to three. So, look, you're at the max losing by seven. You should definitely not give up on the run, and that's what we saw. That's what we saw on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, completely. We we were talking, our biggest takeaway of the offense is David Montgomery is a straight stud. I mean, he didn't get as many touches as we would like to see, but every every touch he had, the guy's electric. And you you know I'm, a, I, I'm an Iowa fan, so mm-hmm. I, I look at what I'm wearing. Um, I hate the Cyclones, and I hated everything about the Cyclones. But now that he's in new colors, I've changed my opinion. But even... As much as I hate the Cyclones, this game and his mentality and the way he had his, uh, you know, in locker room interview, he handled himself with such poise. And that's another thing that I would like to talk about: the locker room interviews. Mm-hmm. I loved. I thought you can see genuine, not frustration, mm-hmm. but disappointment in like 
even the defense felt disappointed, even though they played great. They played out of their minds. Mm-hmm. But no blame. I like the way Nagy has these guys. It's no blame. It's not a blame game. You know, like last year with uh, Antonio Brown, there's a lot of blame game. A couple years ago with Juju uh, Smith-Schuster with um, talking about, like, you know, I need the ball more. You heard none of that. You heard none of the pointing fingers. You heard it's Trubisky's fault. It's Dave Montgomery's fault. It's, you know, the tackle's fault. It's our lineman's fault. You heard none of that. You just heard as a team they were disappointed, and I like that. I'm actually really glad you bring that up, actually, because we were talking about uh, when the fans were booing everyone. Like, we couldn't get any rhythm. We couldn't get anything going on offense. And we asked, or the reporters were asking, Roquan Smith and uh, Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd, how do, how are you reacting to the boos? Like, literally, yeah. the fans were aggressively yeah. just booing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Dude, no straight trends. up boos. Yeah. Yeah, wait, so what, it was what, Prince. What Prince had the, the oh, yeah. quote. So uh, there, there were some reporters that were asking, uh, asking the players after the game how they felt about the players or the fans booing them. And so it's a, it's a hard thing, right? These players are like playing, busting their ass, and all of a sudden the fans are booing them, basically off the field. I mean, they play like shit, so they, they deserve to get booed. But um, I think Prince had the the best answers. So Prince Mukamura basically said, you know, I played New York. I get it. You know, it's, it's a big market. The fans are very passionate about the Bears. We are all passionate about the Bears. We, we missed. I mean, we, we dropped the ball. And that's what it was. And that's why we were booing. is because we're very passionate and they, the Bears, let us down. And we hold them to a very high standard, and they didn't show up. And it was it was a rough game. I, w- I was not expecting that. I was expecting to step forward from the offense, but reality, well, all we saw was our defense take a slight step forward and our offense take a massive step back. Yeah. And I'm not going to hold this game as a, a representation of the entire season. I'm going to use this game as the punch in the face that the Bears need to get their shit together. So I'm excited to see what happens uh, next week. Uh, Hopefully we can come out and and kick ass in Denver against our old defensive coordinator. Hopefully we can do something. If we can't, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens at that point. I think even going on that is we saw the defense at a very, like, decent night. They didn't play, like – they didn't have any. Well, they didn't have any turnovers for touchdowns, so it's like those are the games that you're going to have an outlier. Yeah. However, you saw the bottom of our offense. Mm-hmm. You know, with the way Trubisky played, the the way that even when he did throw decent passes and the drop balls, you saw our offense at the floor. Mm-hmm. There's no getting around it. You it's you can't. It's rock bottom. You can't. You it's can't get worse bottom. than that. I mean, the only good takeaway you, if you, if we're gonna pinpoint it, because you know we're Bears fans, we're gonna at least try to take the positives. Um, the kick. Oh yeah. Having Eddie. a kicker that you can actually trust, and yes, it was one kick, but it means a lot. Because mm-hmm. after last season, you know, with the double joint, everyone's a little nervous. Everyone's a little a bit on pins and needle, and all the um, commentators were talking as soon as he took the field, that everyone was like holding their breath. 
know, we signed this guy. We we brought nine kickers at the beginning of the beginning of the preseason. We narrowed it down, and everyone's like, you know, what is this guy gonna do? And the fact that he actually delivered, drilled it. I'm cool with it. And they made it clear. They said, this is it. The, yeah. The first kick. This is your job. He drilled you either it. Get or you, you either get it or you don't. And yeah. He drilled he it too. Himself. It was good from what fifty-seven. So, like, I'm happy with, with everything he did there. He showed up after last year being a complete letdown by a kicker. So, we'll we'll see what happens with Eddie Pinera moving forward. Uh, but at least it's finally, yeah. Everyone, everyone this off season. You you can't even even on ESPN. I was reading the, uh, you know what what is the biggest thing holding back certain teams from becoming a Super Bowl contender. And ours was honestly our kicking, mm-hmm. and that was obviously preseason. Obviously, our our offense looked terrible, but at least the biggest thing that all the media was talking about, it seems like it's it's been answered, and I like that. And now that that is such a thing in the past, mm-hmm. as of right now, we can move forward on our new challenges, and I'm excited about that. I really think that Trubisky, I do like the guy. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think right now, being a third-year quarterback, he's not performing up to the standards that we would like, especially with trading up and getting the second-round pick. Um, However, I think that he is capable of making the strides. But as a Bears fan, this is his year. If he doesn't do it, I don't know how much longer we can wait, especially in being being in this big of a market. Mm-hmm. You can't just wait yeah. and wait and wait and wait and wait. Yeah. And everyone knows this league, it's all about what have you done for me lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And first week's over with. We're done. We lost. We lost to the Packers. Mm-hmm. It's going to burn. Slow burn. We're going to burn until the next week and we'll play Denver. But however, if you can come out and play, all will be forgiven. Everyone knows that. If he comes out next week against Denver and has that, what, Tampa game last year where he threw six tutties? We know he could do it. We're, we're not going to be talking like this next yeah. week. You're going to hear a much better recap. We know he could do it. Yeah. And I think that's that's the case that we got to have. And if he plays better, we're going to talk about it. But us being completely honest with ourselves, if he's going to play bad, I'm sick of all the excuses because the Bears aren't making the excuses. Mm-hmm. So if the team's not making these excuses – us as fans should hold ourselves to a higher standard and not make these ridiculous assumptions and excuses for, oh, he didn't play as many snaps, in pre- or he didn't play any snaps in preseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want any of those excuses. I want him to perform. If he's not going to perform, you're going to keep hearing it from us. As much of homers as we are, we're huge Bears fans, we're going to call it as we see it. And I think that's what you guys expect from us, and that's definitely what I expect from this podcast. Absolutely. We're going to call it as we see it. And so next week, we're hoping for a better turnout, but that's just my opinion on that. Right, yeah. we'll, we'll see how week two does. Mitch has to step up. Defense has stayed the same. We've got to win this next week. Yeah. At, in Denver, for 0-2, it's going to be a rough. Who does rough Denver season. play this week? Awesome. You know? Oh, week one. Uh, good question. I don't know. This is this is how our producer makes his money. What do we got, producer? Yeah. They're paying me the big bucks for this one. Should have been on top of that. One. Yeah. 
Uh, no, don't worry about it. But I guess I'm just saying, it's if they play a good team this week and they look good, and if we beat them next week, I would feel even better about ourselves and our situation. I don't think at all that they we're not going to come out looking better next week. There's not a doubt in my mind. I don't think we're going to take a step back. <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't think it's possible. I don't think we can take it to step back. We actually got a fun one. It's uh, Monday Night Football against, uh, against the Raiders. The Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. We'll talk about Antonio Brown on Tuesday. We're not going to talk about it now. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. He just got released today, so yeah. what? I have to collect my thoughts about that. We'll talk about that at a different day. But I think, if I mean, honestly, that Raiders are actually looking pretty decent. Um, I like Gruden. So, I mean, it depends on how they play. Is it at Denver? Do you know? Bears are at Denver. No, uh, Raiders. Yeah. They're at Oakland? At Oakland, yeah. Okay. So that, that's a good thing. So we'll, we'll watch that game. We'll see how it goes. Um, All right. So, but beer. The main thing, like going into week two, what are the major adjustments? Major adjustments, we gotta run the ball. We gotta be more balanced. Joe hit it on the head. Just running the ball. We we have to actually have a a serious run game and buy into the run game. So it's gonna be different. I mean, we need to have it balanced. We need to establish run. Once you establish run, you can run play action. Mitch is so good on these bootlegs. We cannot have him pass 50 times a game. Yeah. We can't have him pass 33 times in a row. Can't happen again. That's the thing. Yeah, they're not keeping him honest. If, it, if this is the thing every single game. year with Nagy freaking losing week one because he gets too fucking cute, whatever. But we need him to take a step. We need him to realize I mean, that, it that that's not how NFL football is played. You need to run the ball. That's it. Like that that was the main issue that I noticed last week is that we just didn't run the ball enough and we need to we need to run it now, we need to run it with Dan Montgomery, we need to run it with Tariq, and that's it. Here's what I actually think. Think of last year with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Okay. They came up passing hot the first three games. It wasn't going well. And then they turned up their whole strategy, this whole run game. And even with very decent backs. I think Mike Davis is good. I think Chris Carson's good. Mm-hmm. They got Penny as well. If they can do what they did on their transformation, and I'm not saying that we have to abandon the passing game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. we got to keep defenses on their toes. When you pass 33 times in a row, here's what it's like. You know when you're taking a test uh, on a scan trap and you have like three answers in a row that you have B, you know what I'm talking like you go B B B and you start thinking in your head like shit. No way they put three straight answers B. And it was like I feel like that's what the Packers defense was like. They're not gonna keep throwing it, right? Like we keep just breaking this up, they're not turning it around. And obviously one of the biggest plays was Tyler Gabriel doing the uh, offensive pass interference. Yep. Um, that that was a really big game changer. I mean that that just stopped all momentum. I mean, but even without having certain weapons on offense, you can help that with a good run game. If all they're worried about is passing, especially with Mitch Trubisky and people aren't like sold on his passing, you got to establish the run game that where you get the play action going. 
No one believed our play action. You even saw their linebackers not even biting in the slightest. They were ready for the pass every time. It was like an outfielder that sees a pop fly. They, their first step was back on play actions. And it's like, you can't have that happen. You need yeah. to keep the defense honest. Yes. The whole time. That's, you need to no, keep that's, the that's whole time. exactly what it is. Our offense is better than this. It's it, it's frustrating to watch. We're, we're better than this. And what pisses me off the most is basically watching Rodgers say, oh, we have a defense now. But no, you don't. Shut up. No. No, any, <laughs> everyone kept saying this. When Amos picked it off in the end zone, they kept saying, like, wow, how poetic. Amos called the play. It, it's so good. He, but let's be honest. After the, after he, the threw, game, yeah. he threw a pass in double coverage in the end zone when, yes, I don't think it's a bad shot going for the end zone, but he went for it. And our fact that Allen Robinson was falling down and he got a pick doesn't make him the greatest safety and one of our biggest let goes. No. You know, I, I, I think that so many people, here's what's so funny, is you know next week, I don't know who Packers play, but whenever they play a good offense, you know they're going to get lit up, and it's going to be hilarious. Because this whole talk with, like, the, oh, our defense is stacked. Shut good. your mouth. They're, they're, they think they're good. Yeah, they're this not. And this isn't us just hating on the Packers. It's just that's how it's gonna go. Fuck the Packers. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I mean, if you're a Packer fan, um, if you're coming to Chicago, just bring me some body cow. I'll uh, I'll drink a beer with you. I respect you. I don't really. Hey, these guys went to Muskie Fest, Wisconsin thing. You know, we're we're we we don't hate them. Boo. Yeah, it might have been a bad time, but we don't we don't hate Wisconsin. I don't hate hate the Packers. I don't hate them. Hate is a strong word. Yeah. I strongly dislike the Packers. I just like nothing about them, for sure. Yeah, yeah well, uh, the Packers are actually going to play the Vikings next week, which is perfect. Obviously, a perfect. huge game, and that's our next conference. Kirk Cousins is going to be freaking up and down the street. That's also our uh, our next conference game as well. So, yeah. uh, so we'll see. Big game from them. Obviously, going to the second week, we just need to establish our offense. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> just something. It's if you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my closing arguments right now. Our defense held Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, to ten points, mm-hmm. one touchdown. Held a Hall of Fame quarterback and his number one All-Star wide receiver. All the Bears fans out there, we got the people. We have the capability of beating good teams, mm-hmm. and we can do it. And I think we are gonna get better. But like I said, if we go down this path, as much of Bears fans we are, you're going to hear us, you know, just being as hard on them as everyone else. And I can promise you that. Need to be. Yeah. And that's what it's got to be. So I guess in my closing arguments, besides that, I think literally next week, as cliche as it sounds, we've got to bear the fuck down. We do. We've got to play. I think we got to establish a run game. David Montgomery, stud. Mike Davis didn't even look bad. He didn't look terrible. We shouldn't have given that many. I agree with that, but he didn't look terrible. Tariq Cohen, we got to stop making his plays so predictable. He's going up. They're going outside. We look they, they every know, time. Every time they know exactly every where he's time. going. Every time. Do they have that safety coming in? Every same. time. 
And it's like you said, if you're not keeping the defense honest, you lose those small battles every time. So that's my closing statement, and that's what I'm sticking to it. I'll, I'll give these guys their time. I know we're heated, but... Bears, it, it's a hard, a hard position we're in, right? So we, we saw the offense struggle. We need the offense to bounce back. That's it. I mean, our defense is unreal. Our defense is phenomenal. We need our offense to be just be balanced. Even if Mitch needs to be a game manager, that's fine. We should still win football games like that. So we need we need people to not like fuck up their coverages. We need people to stay home. We need our offense to just do their job. That's it. We saw we saw a lot of a lot of problems. I trust our team. I trust Matt Nagy. I trust Ryan Pace to fix it, all this shit heading into week two. But it doesn't get fixed week two. You're gonna start seeing some Bears fans turn. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be into the J Cutler again. So Those boos aren't going to, anywhere. We need to see it. So yeah. Yeah. Producer, any any last our words? Our new producer. Well, you both said it. It's all on our offense at this point. Yeah. We, we can't have uh, our defense carrying the whole team on their shoulders because that's exactly what happened last year. Um, obviously, we saw a little more rhythm last year, but I mean, this was just uh, it, it just it comes down to the offense. That's it, one hundred percent. And I think Nagy needs to kind of trust that run as well. There's a reason for the run, DMC. Oh. There's I a reason it. for yeah, it. I do like that. There's a reason for it. it. It's because they bring something to the game. There's a reason they're in our backfield right now. So yeah. uh, we just got to capitalize on that. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, thank you guys for listening to our rant about the Bears. Uh, seriously, let's bear down. We're going to be better next week. We will. Uh, once again, every uh, episode going to come up on Thursdays. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Beer League Official. We might actually have to change it. We, we actually uh, probably do. We uh, we got hit with the copyright, so we might have to change <laughs> it. So, uh, But no, seriously, thank you for anyone listening. And uh, once again, bear down and uh, you know, welcome to our new producer. Let's go. We'll see you guys later.